1: For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.
2: The
0: driver's seat. Good start Stephen Johnson, a really good one. Johnson leads the race. Daniel Ricciardo gives Renault. At the driver's seat. Oh, in defence, that's massive. That's massive. <coughs> yes, 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 yes! Yes! The driver's seat with Matt McEldown and Stephen Johnson for Kubota Implements,
2: Chrome, Great Plains, implementing a great partnership. Excellent job. Welcome to the driver's seat. You can smell it in the air. It is race week, and boy, oh, boy, are we excited. My name is Nims Azor, joined, as always, by Matt McKeldon and Stephen Johnson. Boys, are you fired up? Are you excited? Well, Matt, you'd be excited.
1: I am.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm um, like a dog with two. I have no idea what to do with myself. I'm that excited. Get on a plane for the first time in... A month or two, there's no COVID cases in Victoria that's that's threatening a, a border closure. So at this stage, we'll be on track on Friday.
2: Yeah, 100%. And, you know, someone else that's going to be on track this Friday and is doing pretty well for themselves in the championship at the moment. Here's our feature interview, thanks to Rico Filters, Ask a Mechanic for Ryco Filters, the professional's choice, the one and only Lee Holdsworth. <laughs> <G'day>. <laughs>
1: Oh, what a crowd. I didn't know you guys were allowed crowds back yet. <laughs> yeah, we're, you
0: see, we're on the Gold Coast, Lee, so uh, we can do anything up here, which is why you stayed up uh, here. The footballers stayed up here. So there's probably a crowd of, I don't know, what do you reckon, Stevie J? Five? Oh, Six, maybe? <laughs> maybe seven. Yeah. Dedicated, though. <laughs> yeah. Dedicated. Hey, yeah, uh, mate, stuff. welcome to the show. Congratulations Thank you. Uh, on the start of your racing year down in Tasmania TCR pretty good solid start for something that you're not used to piloting.
1: Yeah, thanks for that. Um, it was a, it was a good start. I was pretty, I was actually a bit shocked myself that, um, that I took to it. Um, you know, quite the transition, um, as as well as I did because, you know, those cars are just so different. Absolutely. Um, you know, one extreme to the other going from a supercar to a, a TCR car. And, um, uh, but awesome fun, and it's really cool to get back into something where you got to work on yourself. Really work, well you do anyway in in supercars or whatever you're in. But um, you get much more out of uh, working on yourself in a TCR car than you do in a supercar.
3: Hey mate, uh, obviously looking back at Tasmania, back at Simmons Plains, that was a bit of uh, I guess baptism of fire for you because you didn't you actually didn't have any running really in a TCR car. Previous to that, I think you had – you did a bit of a test day over there, but it was wet, so you didn't really get a, a fair run. Yeah. But then you, you roll out, and you're like P1 in every session and just about win every race if it wasn't for a bit of bad luck. <laughs> so just are you just, doing, are you just doing it for us old blokes, or what's the story?
1: <laughs> Mate, I'm trying to show – yeah, I'm trying to carry the carry the torch for the old blokes <laughs> to show that, you know, prove that we're not over yet. We're not washed out, so um, – <laughs> <laughs> but uh, mate, it was just I just really enjoyed it, and yeah, you know, you're going to I suppose it's a completely different mentality. You know, you you, you go out there to win, but um, you know, each night you go home and or I was going back to uh, my where my brother stays with Tim Shaw and, and having a beer with the boys and just enjoying it. You know, I was very relaxed and uh, and being with Ash and his team as well. It's quite a, a relaxed environment, so. Um, I just it was it was just getting back to basics and uh and it reminded me a lot of my Commodore Cup days. So I just really enjoyed it and and it showed and um I don't know, maybe maybe that's uh maybe that's the trick.
0: <laughs> yeah, just get back to enjoying it, back get back to the grassroots kind of stuff, because that's exactly. what it kind of like I race a, a Trans Am car and that's to me, that's what it feels like. It feels like you were there with all your mates, as you said. You were there with your brother. You are going back to Tim Shaw's place. Mm. It kind of feels, we know it's very corporately structured and we've, got, we've all got big sponsors, all that kind of stuff. But mm. it just doesn't seem to have that level of pressure necessarily. Um, yet. You know, yet. I know, yet. I, we're probably a couple of years away from yeah. it. But it, it just feels like the top level at the moment of almost club level motorsport, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, 100%, 100%. And and you can see the potential in it, huge potential. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It was just, uh, you know, I suppose when you've been in supercar, uh, anything um, below supercar is going to feel a lot less uh, pressured. So, um, yeah, I mean, you, you you know, when you're operating in supercar for 15-odd years um, full-time, I suppose you you become used to the pressure, but you don't really realise... Uh, you're not conscious of that pressure the whole time, um, even though you you know it's hanging there in the background, but you're not really thinking about it the whole time. So, yeah. you know, to go into it and um, into TCR and uh, I don't know, just it, it just um, you look back and you go, man, there was a lot of pressure in Supercar. <laughs> yeah. um, but but it's you know I, I love that pressure at the same time. You always go out there, and no matter what you do, you go out there to uh, whenever you're racing anything, whether it's you know, racing your brother down the street uh, on foot, or, or whether you go out there in TCR or supercar or whatever, you're always out there to win. Um, as soon as you know, as soon as you put a helmet on in a race car, you um, yeah, you know, you, you're thinking nothing less but to get to the front. So, um, you put the pressure on yourself, I suppose. But um, it's nice to just put just have yourself putting the pressure on you.
3: <laughs> Mate, you and I mean you and Chaz. I just want to try to get you to sort of. Uh, as easily as you can explain, you know, the total difference in from a supercar to a TCR car. I mean, it's front wheel drive. It's very, very different. You know, I mean, you and Chaz uh obviously raced on that weekend, did a great job. I mean, you're here now. Let us know and let everybody that that's listening know just the di- you know, some of the differences that you found and um, just how much you had to adapt to so quickly.
1: Well. Oh, the, the the first thing that shocked me was the entry balance of the car. I I really didn't expect to uh, for it to to want to swap ends on entry when you're on the tra- when when you're trail braking into the corner. So when you when you approach like under brakes in a straight line, these things are unbelievable. They pull up on a dime yeah, because they're so light. Because they're um, you know they've got great brakes. They got a huge um, front disc and and rotor and uh, 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 caliper and Um, great brakes, so um, unbelievable in a straight line. But then when you carry the brake into the corner as you apply some lock, the rear just has no weight on it at all. So you you find yourself tippy-toeing into the corner, probably turning a little earlier than what you you normally would um, just to manage the rear. But then it's rotating too much on entry when you're on the brake, but then as soon as you clear the brake and you pick up throttle, then you get a bit of understeer because you, you're then driving from the front. Um, so it's a sounds really like hard, hard
3: balance. Oh. So, it, so it almost <laughs> sounds like a... Uh... A little Suzuki Swift with a couple of Macca's trays under the rear wheel, basically.
1: <laughs> That's exactly right, mate. You would remember in the car park of a Macca's back, back in the day doing that.
0: Uh, absolutely. Exactly like that. <laughs> back in the day. Um,
2: back in the have day, you seen him recently?
0: He's spending more time, time at Macca's. <laughs> He's spending more time at Macca's than he has in his life. <laughs> <laughs> three o'clock in the morning, you can find him hey, down, I, down at Coombs I, sliding around on trays. I've got a lifetime supply one. of
1: trays.
3: <laughs>
1: I bet you've burnt through a few.
3: Yeah, I have. I'm yeah. passing him down a jet now no. too. He's just not allowed to eat yeah. what was on the tray, that's all.
0: <laughs> Mate, it's hard to eat it when you've uh, already
1: eaten it. <laughs> all that training back then at Mac is was that's uh has it, exactly. been put to good use. But it's um and then, so when you get on the throttle, because it's driving from the front, then any wheel spin and you're getting understeer. So when you look at the supercar you know, you well, sometimes you can get a bit loose on entry, as you know, Jack, uh, Stevie J. Yeah. Um, but you can manage that a lot easier by just releasing brake and, uh, or, or applying more brake, um, to stop it coming around. But then as you come through the corner, you, you tend to get a bit of understeer once you've cleared the brake because the weight's off the nose. But then you can actually turn the car quite a bit with the throttle. Um, and I, and I guess, uh, with, with your, uh, with your historic, your, the touring car, master's car, or uh, or a Trans Am or something like that, you you know you know that half the corner is done on the throttle on the exit, um, just yep. bringing it around, But you manage that with the throttle as to how much you're turning the car. Um, so that's the it, it's it's basically the corner in reverse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I yeah, guess yeah. it makes a lot of sense because the the you know you the the cars in reverse with the with the drive where, where the drive comes from.
0: Uh, Lee, that all sounds too hard for me, just quietly. I'll, I'll stay away from front of <laughs> the um, Between Between you, me, Stevie J, the seven people in the studio here, um, tell me, how good did it feel on the first day of Supercars uh, and for the first time in about 17 years you weren't there? Did, did that feel good?
1: Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I can't imagine it To be it honest, did. it felt shit out. <laughs> um yeah. so I sat there on the couch <laughs> well you know when you when you know you should have been there yeah. um yeah. yeah i had a contract this year but uh but i wasn't there so it's um yeah it was it was a pretty shitty feeling to be honest just watching going man you know back to the best track in the country or, or one of the best tracks in the world and and knowing that you should have been on on the grid and uh and the last time we were there you know i had a speedy car and we were working on things and and sort of making ground every time we hit the track. So, um, yeah, it was hard to watch. And I ended up, you know, a lot of people were ringing me saying, I bet you're getting flogged, you know, having a beer, um, <laughs> just trying <laughs> to, trying to enjoy the racing. But I had that much anxiety built up and that much energy yeah. that I just ended up just walking out the door and going for a run. Cause you know, I had to burn it off, but, um,
0: not a bad idea. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a hard,
1: it was a hard thing to do. Um, but then you know I didn't want to miss out on what was going on as well because sure. you know I wanted to see who was doing well and um, you know it's great to watch. So yeah, it was. Uh, it's it's going to get easier I think over time. But yeah, a bit hard to watch the first one, that's for sure.
0: Sure. And you just mentioned it. Then you're expected to be on the grid this year with Tickford. Yeah. You had a contract in play. There's been a lot said, obviously, of of the inability to get a wreck and all of that sort of stuff to give you the opportunity yeah. to drive, but. What happens in that scenario when you do have a contract in play? You are expected to be racing this year. I mean, don't obviously go into too many details, Mm. but do you get paid out? Do they just say, well, sorry, Lee, we haven't got a car for you? How does that play out in the back rooms of of Tickford?
1: It probably comes down to what your contract says in the end. Um, I mean, Tickford were in a position where they – uh, they had four drivers and, and three wrecks. Um, so they were they were in a hard position. Um, so then, you know, it comes down to a bit of negotiating as yep. to uh, as to how you, you both walk away happy, I guess. Um, so that's, you yeah, know, that's in the end what it came down to. Because
0: yep. um, like how does JLB, know, how does Jack LeBrock get a drive and you don't get a drive? What separates... You and Jack LeBrock and, and uh, Cam Waters um, from that situation, like you're all employees of of Tickford. How do they get a drive over you if you've all yeah, got contracts well, in place?
1: I mean, it, it comes down to the commercial aspects of the sport, doesn't it? Yeah, you know, who can? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I don't want to say that. Um, you know I'm not. I'm not sitting here going, I'm I'm better because. Jack's in the seat, or Cam's in the sure. seat, or sure. or JC's in the seat um, in front of me. Because um, the reality is that uh, these days in in the sport, a lot of drivers do um, you know bring a bit of funding um, or yep. a bit of support with them from sponsorship, and um, and I I'm not one of them, and I never have been. Um, well, you can see from my TCR car, it's pretty blank. So. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You've actually got Erebus uh, on there. You've actually got Betty on there supporting you, which I was have. great. I thought it was great to see. Yeah, totally.
1: Yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah, well, I might go into that a bit after this. But, um, yeah, so, you know, it, it's uh, yeah, obviously Jack when he came, um, Truck Assist came as well and a, and a, a few others. But, um, but you know, JC has his connection with Boost and uh yeah, there's just so many links between drivers and sponsors these days that. Um, well, you can you know, just see when Davy
3: Reynolds. You can see when Davy Reynolds went yes. to Kelly Racing and Penrite went there with him. Mm. So that's that's another
1: good example. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So um, yeah, and it's been heading that way for a long time now. Um, I think you know, Stevie, when uh, when you got involved and when I got involved, um, you know, it was there was most of the drivers were picked up just from. Uh, seeing what they've done in ca- other categories.
3: Yeah, exactly. And 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 like some, I think the money then um it's changed a lot. The commercial side of it's changed a lot. There's yeah. not that much money around now where you can just go, "Hey, let's get, you know, even you got got guys like Brock Feeney who are, you know, everyone's saying, "Oh, he might be the next one at uh at Triple Eight mm-hmm. or whatever it might be, but the reality is the amount of money that he's bringing to do you in that Super2 drive. Um, you know, is is over and beyond what most people can bring anyway.
1: Yeah, that's right. And it, yeah, when back in 06 and around that era, uh, I think the TV money it was seven fifty per car or something like that in appearance wow. money. So, um, and and I think it was only about. Uh, well, I think back then GRM were were saying it was about one and a half per car to run. So really, only needed seven fifty in sponsorship um, per car yeah, to right. to break even. Now these days you know you're talking over two mil to run a car and uh, and and something like four hundred from you know tv so uh that's a it's a major difference between what it was then and what it is now to to actually meet the numbers and and sponsorship was a lot easier back then to get i think as well you know with the current um, you know economic climate it's it's very very difficult oh. it couldn't be there couldn't be a more difficult time I don't think
0: yeah, but looking forward to a positive, you, uh, you've you signed with Chazzy Mozzie and and Walkinshire mm-hmm. Andretti United for the Bathurst 1000. And I'll have you know that on our first show, we got told to go out the back to the cupboard, grab the crystal balls, bring them out here, dust them off, <laughs> give them a clean and a polish. Uh, <laughs> I tipped you and Chazzy to win the Bathurst 1000. And uh, oh, Stevie yeah. J here, my learned friend, he tipped you to win... TCR, so you're certainly in the <laughs> minds of everyone. I, I think you, you're in a bloody good spot with WAU for the enduro later on in the year. That was a that was a great drive to grab. I reckon
1: it was. Yeah, Chazzy uh, Chazzy got onto the phone on the phone to me pretty early, and um, and yeah, got me excited about the whole thing. So he was brilliant. He helped me a lot through um, through what I was going through as well. And um, yeah, I, I just. I, you you can see where that team is heading and you can see everyone knows how talented Chaz is and, and what he's doing for that team. Um but with what they're putting behind him and, and the invest, investment they're making into the team at the moment, I I, I see it's only going to get better. So I wanted to be a part of that. And um you know, I've been there before in two thousand fifteen full time at Walkinshaw, and so I know they've got a good crew um but they've just they've come Forward in in leaps and bounds since then. So, yeah, their first year in with Chazzy to finish uh, top five in the championship and um, you know podiums. They've um, they've done a great job and yeah, you, know, you see what he did at Bathurst just last weekend. Um, you know podiums on both days yeah. uh, and he was fastest in practice and there's so much potential there and it's just a matter of unlocking it. And they're not far away, so hopefully they've done it by the time Bathurst rolls around. (laughs) (laughs) That's
3: what you're hoping. That's what you're hoping, isn't it? What about (laughs) what about what about unlocking some speed this weekend, Leroy? What's the what's the ticket for you down there at Phillip Island? What you know, you obviously have have you driven the TCR car down there?
1: I haven't. No, I haven't. No, they did a test day just before Tassie, and uh, and I wasn't at that one, so um, probably a bit behind the eight ball at this point. But, um, you Plus, know, you've been slugged with a, a bit good. of
3: penalty, haven't you? You've been slugged with a bit of yeah. uh, like what like, they call balance of performance, whatever they want to call it.
1: Yeah. So basically, my body weight <laughs> they've put into the car on top as well. So could be worse, um, mate. They could have put my body weight.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> you beat me too, and I was going to say that.
1: <laughs> well, I reckon if we win this weekend, they will, mate. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, maybe we'll just mate, sl- come for a come for a ride. Can every you race imagine? After that. Can you imagine what hundred
0: and seventy-five kilos does in uh weight ballast for your car.
1: Oh Jesus. You're gonna need a four
3: litre, not a two litre, bro.
2: <laughs> to be fair though, uh like Steve, last time you were in a race car you we said you were
1: underweight, so uh Exactly, oh, yes. <laughs> exactly. First time for everything Around. in the world, isn't <laughs> it? But yeah, we, we are carrying an extra sixty kilos this weekend, so it's gonna be it's gonna be bloody difficult, but Um, you know, at least Phillip Island's a bit of a you know, it's much more of a flowing track than Simmons Plains. Mm. Simmons Plains is you need that grunt out of the hairpin and um, and off turn two so you know, MG and and Honda I think will will probably struggle a bit but
3: uh,
1: I think for the rest of the track and and obviously under brakes it costs you a bit with, you know, your braking marker as well, probably have to pull it up a little little earlier than what they were at the test day but I don't know. I I think the Elf is a, a really quick little car and um I just, you know, if we can run somewhere around that top five, top six, uh, this weekend I think would be a good result, um and, and just keep the championship going and then some hopefully someone else gets a penalty for the next round and we can <laughs> laugh <everyone> at Bathurst. <laughs>
0: you got you gotta get ahead of that Geordie Cox.
1: I know, I know. Well, he, he's he's a good little Good steerer, very good steerer, Topper. and he, he's got that car working really well. I was actually, yeah, you know, having a really good look at it for in both of those uh, races where I was following him, yeah. um, or three races really, just seeing how different his car was handling compared to mine. And there are a few differences which I'm I've taken into account, and I'm trying to work uh-huh. on this weekend. So, um, right. but yeah, he, he's a really good steerer, and um, there's some there's some great young talent coming through the. The ranks, you know, and um, now my wife gives me shit because I'm racing against seventeen-year-olds now. And <laughs> <laughs> it's no good if you don't beat them.
0: <laughs> Mate, I I know what your wife's saying there because I got our entry list for Trans Am this weekend, and there's a Seaton, there's a Morris, there's a Grice, there's a Holdsworth. <laughs> they're all they're all the sons, though. So yeah, they're yeah. all the kids <laughs> of the legends. So you know, you look at you it. Don't and you don't tell it. Don't tell how about that. How old am I getting? <laughs> No stress You're now, just I can just sit around the legend. back. <laughs>
1: yes, that's right. That's exactly right. Hey, it doesn't say their name, it doesn't say their first name on the side of the car. Yeah, well that's <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So if I beat them on my socials I'll put up Oh, beat Seaton right. Morris, Holdsworth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No dramas. Right. <laughs> Bryce. Beat okay. some,
1: some of the legendary
2: names of the sport.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's highly unlikely. But anyway.
2: So, so Lethal, before we let you go, um, obviously, we mentioned your drive with WAU. And I'll, I'll use a, another driver uh, who was out of a drive last year, Tim Slate. He managed to team up with DGR, yeah. Team Penske at the time. And now he's back on the grid. We've got Gen 3 coming in next year. And obviously, there could be a lot of changes happening across the field. If there was an opportunity to get back full time in supercars, would you snap it up?
1: Uh, it, w- it would depend what it is. I- I've, you know, I've been uh, in in you know good teams and I've been in bad teams, and um, I know how mentally draining it is to be in you know a team that is not performing. So um, I- I'd need to, but yeah absolutely i would definitely look at any opportunity that came up and uh and if it was the right one then absolutely i'd i'd snap it up in an instant so um you know my passion my fire for fire is still there in the belly so yeah <laughs> so if team sydney
0: came knocking that? on lee Holdsworth's if team sydney came <laughs> knocking on lee holdsworth store how would that go
2: down <laughs>
1: Would, you do, oh, the same well, as Would to, you do the same as Fabian? Would you do the same as Fab's? see how they're going, mate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, Lethal, before we let you go, one more question, uh, of which I have to ask you, but how is it that you were able to get your Alfa Romeo started and up the front and Robbo seemed to struggle so much with his? <laughs> I tell you
1: what, it, the, the electronics on these things is an absolute head, you know what, it's... Um, like you know, if you press the launch button, I think this is what happened to Caruso. But if you press the launch button as you're rolling, as you've just rolled up to the grid to start the race, and you release it, and then want to push it in again, it won't let you. The car will go into limp mode. So um, you've you've got to make sure that once once you've pressed that launch button, you hold it down forever until you uh, you know second gear. But oh, yeah, wow. it's, a, it's a there's some strange little systems. Um, going on sometimes, so, uh, yeah, it's a wonder they don't just, yeah, f- you know, um, sort it out, but, yeah, I don't know, that looks like that's what Caruso did, but I love hearing his in-car, the onboard camera um, audio, it was just, it was typical Robbo, wasn't it? Wasn't it? That
3: fiery Italian. <laughs> that, like, Mike, oh, Mike, won't start, won't so start, <laughs> uh, It
1: was so good.
3: We could have superimposed Todd Kelly over that. Why 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 Why? so (laughs) <laughs> um,
2: uh, well, Lethal, good luck this weekend at Phillip Island, mate. I mean, considering the guys. fact this is the first time you've been in a TCR car um, in your first round and you're already four points um, from the series leader and uh, it could have gone a lot different uh, if Race 3 played out your way. But, uh, mate, it's good to see at least you've got yourself a nice driver for the year and it's on free to wear as well, so make sure you check it out on the screens of Seven. But, uh, Lethal, it's always a pleasure and uh, good luck this weekend.
1: Yeah, thanks very much. I'll just mention Betty because I didn't get back to that but yeah, yeah it's been brilliant to have Betty's support coming on in TCR. I, I, I actually wouldn't be racing in TCR at all or probably any category for that matter if if she didn't jump on and um and give me some support. So, massive sure. thank you to her and um yeah. I'll, I'll I'll try and do my best this weekend.
3: I think I think that sort of shows you know the sort of bloke Lee is to be fair. You know you, yeah. you He's driven for Betty. Still got a great relationship there, and then she throws him some money to yeah, to pretty... to put him back in a car when he's had a a bit of a hard run. You know, I think that's fantastic and and really really
1: good look for you. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. And, and uh, tell, your, tell your brother to go
0: easy on me this weekend, will you? <laughs> tell Brad I'll give I him will. 50 if he fences him. <laughs> I wonder if that was the same conversation that Tim Shaw had with uh, Graham Cheney yes. on Saturday night when he got fenced really hard oh as well. Dear. Tim Shaw will not be at, at Phillip Island this weekend, I don't feel. Yeah,
1: you've picked up one position already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: uh,
2: but, but uh, lethal, you've given us uh, plenty of your time, mate, and uh, thank you so much for joining us on the driver's seat. It's always a pleasure and it's really great to see you thanks. up the front mate and uh hopefully you've got some uh mantle uh mantelpiece space for the trip back from phillip island
1: <laughs> cheers mate i hope so i hope i need it <laughs> thanks guys always a pleasure
2: sorry about the
0: noise my neighbor's sanding his deck my motto don't work on your deck play on it life's good with a trex deck low maintenance with a 25 year residential warranty Trix, the world's number one decking brand.